how are things going at the moment? I know you're uh, a few games into the Copa Libertadores. I know that you're uh, doing really, really well in, in the league as well. In terms of both the goalkeeper's performance this season and also Independiente, positive feeling for this season. How's training going? How's the day-to-day? Very well. Until now, we came from a success half of a season and we start um, the new season again with uh, with two trophies, uh, important for the club. A Super Cup, uh, local Super Cup and like uh, South, America, South America Super Cup against, uh, against Flamengo. Um, and then our worries, it, uh, it was then, uh, it was enough because when you start to have a team that won almost everything, you need to, to still push, you need to renew the goals. And that was one of our, our worries, our goals uh, with, the, with the players. Um, so the good thing it is that we have a new challenge. We as a as a as a, um, a staff, and uh, we never won the league, and we had that uh, that goal. So we are fighting for for that. Here we have different kind of league in terms of rules. If you won the first part of the league, you are already in a final. But then you need if you don't. Uh, Win the second half of the league. You you have you have that final. So a little bit South America rules in terms of in terms of league. In uh, Copa Libertadores, it's a big challenge because of course you have the the best teams um, in 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 the in the continent here, and uh, it's a big challenge uh, with uh, games every three days. Uh, like It's normal when you are in more than one, one competition. In terms of training, it's amazing. I love the, the kind of football and the style of football that, that we play. That uh, challenged me a lot in terms of goalkeeping because... Uh, they are not uh, only goalkeepers to protect the goal, to protect the line. They play a lot. They use a lot the goalkeeper as a free man, uh, as a one one man more uh, to can find to can find uh, other free men yeah. when the the pressure starts to jump on them. And also because we are a team that we press very high. We have a lot of space in in the back of defensive line, so all of these are amazing for the for me as a as a, a goalkeeper coach and for the goalkeepers because we had different challenge that just stay there and wait in the line for what can happen. Mm-hmm. We see it more so, I think, more so in the modern game in the way that teams are trying more and more to use goalkeepers. Uh, I think they call it like positive goalkeeping. So rather than uh, to simply be a shot stopper, someone that is there to protect the actual goal, they're actually, as you say, a free man, someone that can uh, join up sort of with the defence and play passes out to full-backs or play long passes and really get involved. And as you say, when a team really presses high, it's important that, you know, if the opposition can counter-attack, that the goalkeeper is in a good position to to come. They're not, uh, you know, too far back with lots of space for a, for an attacker to run into. But the it, it, we'll we'll touch a little bit more on that because I think it's interesting to get your perspective on how goalkeeping has has changed maybe over the years. But before we get into that, your sort of career beginnings. I know before you were a coach, you played. I think you were mm-hmm. close to Sintra, but take me right back. Was it always a, a passion of yours to be in goal? Was there a moment in your life when you first sort of stood between the posts and thought, "Okay, this is this okay. is me. You have a I have a passion for this." After the playing career, that passion has continued, and now you're coaching the next generation of goalkeepers. But I think there has to be a love of goalkeeping there for you to do the remarkable things you've done in your career so far. I think um, to play there, um, you you should or you really need to have passion to be there because a guy that put uh, put put uh, him puts himself uh, between posts and go go to, go to the 
to the pitch a uh, hundred uh, times during a day and come up again and go down again needs to have uh, to have a passion and that passion I'm from uh, close to Sintra you are right so good <laughs> investigation I'm from Kelush uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's uh, a city uh, close to to Sintra uh, in Lisbon and um, I'm. 49 years old right now and when i when i came to to my my street where i live with my parents i ca- i know exactly where the the place is in the street where the passion start and all of my goals so i know i know exactly between between the between the houses and uh, playing in the street, not in in pitches, and I know all of my goals. And uh, right now they are a little bit small <laughs> at that <laughs> time because I was a child, and I know exactly where uh, everything uh, start and start from and start from there. And uh, probably with eight or nine years old, and uh, until uh, until now. So I start to play with. 12 and then I made all of my career more as a amateur or a semi-professional uh, also I cannot say some guys say no I haven't lucky I I had I had I had injuries no I I wasn't talent enough I wasn't big enough and we can discuss <laughs> that because it's always a polemic a polemic issue um but no i had i made the career that i can i can make with the talent that i have but i love to play i play almost until 38 years old yeah. so i was already in benfica uh, as a goalkeeper coach Uh, starting my career and I still play because if I can play I still play until until today because it was really a passion I love to be there I love to feel that adrenaline Uh, fortunately and um, my parents uh, probably see that I love the game but I will not leave uh, uh, with the money from the game and push me to to study so I made two um, degrees as a kindergarten teacher because also was a passion and also as a clinical uh, psychologist so I work it I still working but at the night I go to the trainings and uh, yeah. I still playing until very late. When I was preparing myself to finish my career as a goalkeeper, um, I thought for me that I cannot live without football. So let's try perhaps um, uh, achieve and arrive to the level that I cannot um, achieve as a, as a, as a player. And I had the lucky that the things uh, happened very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the last years, uh, uh, right now, I live, I live from from the football. Uh, I'm professional, and I'm I'm very lucky. I feel lucky every day when I go to the to the training um, with with that that lucky because it is what I love more in my life. Yeah, I think, and what better way to after you finish playing to stay remained in the game and stay with with the your heart still close to the sport is by watching that new generation of goalkeepers and each it, it, it must be it must be really interesting because working as a youth coach whether it be you know when you were in England with Nottingham Forest the academy coaching or all over the world and and you know Saudi Arabia Portugal Poland England you know now you're in Ecuador and you worked with the Gabon national team at some point as well like it's it's this sort of mix of getting different experiences and different types of ways of playing and working with older goalkeepers younger goalkeepers and I think that must help to make you uh, quite quite well rounded, and and I think it's it's very interesting because, as we were saying before about the the sort of modern game, you look for example, obviously I know Edison is a goalkeeper that you know very well. You worked with him at Benfica B when you were the goalkeeper coach there. A, a goalkeeper like like him, and last night I think he finished the game with eighty five percent accuracy in his passing and played. 
like 12 accurate long passes. As someone who who can get involved in the play almost as a as an extra defender. At sometimes he even looks like an extra midfielder. Um, with that just exceptional ability to to distribute the ball and progress his team up the pitch. And then when you think about somebody like that, and then go back in time, maybe maybe to when you started your career, maybe in the the mid or to early to mid nineteen nineties. And you look at just how far goalkeeping has evolved along that time. Um, for you, in particular, when you were working uh, as, a, as a coach, uh, I know you were still playing it sometimes, did you notice a, a, a time, a specific moment where you could feel that the way, not only the way that goalkeepers were being asked to play changed, but also you as a goalkeeper coach, perhaps it would change in line with what the club wanted. Did you notice there was a period where all of a sudden it felt like, okay, the goalkeepers now need to act as a sort of extra player? Or was it something that happened slowly over a, a period of time? Um, I think that um, change, but change for um, some coaches and for some clubs, because mm-hmm. we need to be very honest uh, about what we believe and what kind of style we can play, what kind of style we want to play. Because um, if uh, don't come from from uh, from inside of you as a philosophy of game. You as a goalkeeper can try to play and your teammates or the philosophy of the, the team, it is not to play like that. And we don't need, um, people normally speak about uh, two goalkeepers, two amazing goalkeepers that work it also both uh, in Benfica. And um, it's a good example that you can, you can observe, for example, Oblak and Ederson. And I I can give you a lot of examples like that. They are totally different uh, kind of goalkeepers. They Why? Because they have totally different also uh, coaches. Coaches that believe and both had success. Both won amazing, amazing things. So you need to believe in what you want from your team. You need to work um, to work to have that kind of development. Of course, Ederson, uh, the their goalkeeper coach, um, their manager, work their teammates work a lot to can have an extra player. And as I ex, because they believe if you have 10 against 10 and all of them are marking all the time and go, go with the marks uh, around the pitch, you don't have these, these extra players to can find, to can find the spices. So sometimes the goalkeeper will break you lines. Um, and in the case of Ederson, <laughs> short or long or long, uh, that the space starts to happen. And when the, sp- the space starts to happen, the, the, the opponents start to arrive late to every, every passes when you pass the, when the, when the, the, the team, the, the opponent arrive, uh, is already late because the ball already are with the other guy and the spaces happen, happen like that. So, uh, I think, um, even today, some teams want to play, to play like that. And it's a big challenge because, of course, if you want to play like that, you need to train like that because sometimes are, so um so um complex decisions ederson needs to see all the time the lines close mm-hmm. and far away and the movements of the players and the power that he can pass the player uh, to the next decision of he, of his teammate even he needs to decide when he passes the ball to his number number 6 or number 5 the, the midfielder that came with mark this guy needs to know already that if some somebody press uh, Ederson and Ederson pass the ball to me that I have marked the guy in the right or in the left will be uh, 
free. So we mm -hmm. need to decide the, the, the foot that he wants to pass the ball, the power that he wants to pass the ball to can find that, that free man. So I think that uh, these kind of change that I love and that we, we, we play uh, also here in my club, it's really, it's really a big, uh, a big passion and it's, uh, um, it's an uh, extra work uh, for the goalkeepers, but, but then some of them loves a lot. And sometimes you can find that the guy uh, don't have that profile that probably you have more risk that benefits and you need to be honest or, or you need and it's interesting about Evers and about Ter Stegen and about a lot of goalkeepers that the important it is that you choose a goalkeeper with the profile uh, to play your game and if yeah. you don't have it or you teach him the game and, and train a lot to, to improve that or you need to find another goalkeeper that that can uh, that can uh, helps you in this kind in this kind of game. Yeah, it, it's it's almost like you you have an idea of how you want the team to play. You you have an image, and the players are kind of like pieces of a of a puzzle, like of a jigsaw. And if if the piece doesn't really fit, which which we did see at Manchester City, I think when. When Pep Guardiola first came in, the first, one of the first things he did was he got rid of Joe Hart, who at the time was an England international, was one of, you know, he was spoken about as one of the best goalkeepers in, in England. But it became very clear within the first couple of meetings, I think, between the two, the coach and the player, that he has an idea of how he wants to play the game. And if you are at the point where they feel... Okay, we, we can't really totally. this totally agree. Yeah. Give me Joe give me Joe Hart. I love Joe Hart. Give me Joe Hart to protect the goal. Give me Joe Hart to be one of the best in the world in one one v one. Mm -hmm. uh, give me Joe Hart to protect spaces when he is in a good positioning because it's amazing goalkeeper. It's yeah. an amazing goalkeeper that made amazing things. Or one style of, of football, and perhaps with with a few years of work, maybe he achieve what 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 Pep what Pep wants or uh, some yeah. style because um, some of some of the the teams you need to understand that first firstly uh, in the past and in my opinion still today goalkeepers should give you points and should help you when. Nobody more can help you because mm -hmm. you can have amazing goalkeeper with the foot, but sometimes you need. Uh, sometimes you you arrive to yeah. to a moment that nobody more can help you. Only yeah. to to don't be only God if you believe and the goalkeeper <laughs> because yeah. nobody is between the between the yeah. ball uh, between the opponent and and the and the goalkeeper. And um, and this is this is true about them. But when you have uh, when you need uh, uh, more complex and um, some styles, it is between just use the goalkeeper to kick long and mm -hmm. uh, and Manchester City. Sometimes you are also in the middle of of both. So when we can play, we want to play. We want to use the goalkeepers. When we don't, when we Cannot we want to 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 kick the ball and arrive to the to the second ball? So it depends always what what you have. But of course, with the complexity that have um, Pep and uh, other coaches as a Pep, you really need at that time a special goalkeeper uh, yeah. that understand that understand the game. And it's nothing. Uh, sometimes sometimes people. Think that it's it's something that should born with you. It's important that you already have that talent, but it's uh, um, you have a lot of things that you can teach to the goalkeeper who oh, can yes. play like like that. And yeah. one of these one of these more important questions, and people sometimes. And it's normal. Uh, me, uh, uh, people as a supporter just see if the goalkeeper decide well and kick well the ball or not. But the most important thing it is where you are, your positioning 
when you ask the ball or when you support uh, your teammates. And yeah. in that, right now, uh, Ederson and goalkeepers as Ederson know, uh, know all, know in exactly. every action, every action the, 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 um, the meters, uh, then you have the miles, then you have where you, you really should pos- be position, uh, your positioning to can help your teammates and to can help your next decision and the other day other day i i see some, i see ederson spoke about that 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 even the control that you have to prepare the next session sometimes they control with a good orientation to the right or the the, the left side but sometimes they just stop the ball and they wait for the pressure from and the then, other guys because they are, they know exactly that they they want to attract the pressure from their themselves to can have after a free uh, a free teammate with that guy that jump on them so we use also the goalkeeper and people like uh, uh, and uh, teams like uh, like Manchester City use the goalkeeper to attract the pressure and to attract that pressure, you need to decide where you will be, where will it will be your positioning. To can to can have time to attract this, that pressure, and after um, after put the ball where you want. Yeah. And sometimes the space it is not close to you. When they start to jump so much uh, uh, on you, you know exactly that. Okay, right now we have. Eight guys very high, so the space it will be in the back of the defensive line because we are in equality um, uh, in the other part of the pitch. And at that time, it is when 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 the goalkeepers use the long kick because the space it is in the back of the other defensive line attract to have advantage far away. Something that I think is uh, very important, and I think. The, the you know the perfect age of a goalkeeper and what experience matters towards a goalkeeper, but then sometimes we also see uh, very very young goalkeepers at the minute. We 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 have one in Portugal and Diogo Costa who is just a remarkable goalkeeper, both with his feet and his, his shot stopping. Um, and this sort of balance between not having as much experience but maybe being a bit more fearless. Uh, so sometimes I think young goalkeepers can be seen uh, as a risk and the, the, the conversation that the older the goalkeeper gets, the more he should have ironed out mistakes and flaws. And that's why we see probably so many goalkeepers that get into that prime age as they, they hit in the 30. I mean, we have some, <laughs> Gigi Buffon is still playing, I think, 45 at Palmer. Um, even here in in Porto, Ike Casillas played until his late thirties. He he had only really had to stop because of uh, the the problems that he had physically, uh, which was obviously a shame. Uh, but when you work with a young goalkeeper, I know at the moment I think your number one at, at Del Valle is is Moises Ramirez, uh, the the twenty two year old, and he's already had so much experience at at just twenty two. He's went to a World Cup, uh, even even not even just to play, but just to have that soak up the atmosphere and be with the, the Ecuador first team. And now he's playing in the Libertadores, one of the biggest competitions in the world. Uh, he's fighting for titles. And w- when you think about the, the age of a goalkeeper, when you work with a goalkeeper who may be 26, 27, 28, and someone who was 19, 20, 21, and what, what do you think changes between... Though that that time is it just experience, or do you think they are able to develop mentally better as well? Um, it's very interesting to think to think about about that because uh, on the past uh, people speak that to to can be amazing goalkeeper you should have thirty years old or mm-hmm. people even define the age that the goalkeeper start to be better. In Portugal, we say that you are like a port of wine. You are yes, better and yes. better with <laughs> with the age. Of 
of course, with the age, you can soon experience, you can add experiences uh, to um, to your career. You have more games, you have a lot of things that can help. And I, uh, for example, you can see that exactly um, in a lot of guys in shot situations uh, that sometimes the shots are from so close that we normally say don't anticipate don't anticipate nothing wait for the shot and at the high level this is impossible if you wait uh, just for the direction of the shot you will not save the ball with the quality of the players that, that you have in front of you so you need to start to understand body signals, uh, body, the the foot, the, the 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 signals that the foot can give you from the the last microseconds of of the of the situation. The player cannot change the foot, and the ball sure will go to the right or to the, or to the left. Um, and you can see these with sometimes with the age and with the experience of the goalkeepers to can anticipate more and to can anticipate better. But fortunately, this is not totally true. I have, for example, a goalkeeper with 19 years old right now that have this anticipation as I never saw in, in a guy. So this, for me, it's related with uh, strategies that you use from kit that mm-hmm. gave you success and you start to understand better and better. I say to this guy normally that he's anticipated as a goalkeeper of uh, 40, uh, 40 <laughs> years old uh, in, in the end of, of the career. And this is true also uh, for the one very important um, thing, and you spoke about Diego Costa, and we can, we, I can give you a lot of examples. Moisés Ramírez, it's another another good example that it's about what you live in your career. It's about the kind of training um, that you are used to, and the um, the experience that you had. Uh, uh, during the days that you already play. Because if I have a guy with 35 years old, but this guy just work as an analytical work that never we never put this guy to think about the game, to see more than uh, him, uh, the ball, and the guy that shoots the ball. And you don't look for the space. Who, who, who are the other guys? Where is is uh, his teammate and the opponent and the opponents um, you can have an experienced guy that still plays the same way and also in the opposite opposite way you will have guys very young that start as a, as a, as Diogo as Moisés Ramirez uh, exposed to a training that put him uh, thinking on the game and making decisions since mm-hmm. they are very young that are related in the game and they arrive with uh, 20 or 21 years old and they know everything about about the game. They so have the perfect the knowledge. It's, it's different experience that they had and different uh, kind of trainings that, that they have. For me, the most important thing that you have uh, to play football is still the head. What a lot of people maybe think uh, or see in a goalkeeper is that at times it can almost seem like it's a different sport within the sport because for a goalkeeper, the pressure, the isolation at times, also the fact that uh, maybe a mistake is so much more costly. Concentration is so important because at any moment you could snap into being the last line. For example, you make a mistake. That must be so damaging. I think for for me, the idea of a, maybe a goalkeeper making a mistake and it being so costly, maybe it loses the game and to deal with that must be so difficult, I think, in not just 
in the match to get back into concentration mode, but also maybe in the day or two after it. And obviously, it feels like goalkeepers get so much criticism from people on TV, pundits, people who've never played in goal in their life. I he, he should save that. Oh, that's you know that's a really bad mistake. But it, so it's always interesting to get the perspective from a goalkeeping coach and someone who has played in goal. Like if you are dealing with a goalkeeper and they've perhaps made a mistake, and what are the steps to 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 bounce them back? Because it's going to happen. Because that's football. I think every player in every position will have a bad day. What do you think is important for the player to? be resilient and to bounce back? First of all, you need to, to think really as a goalkeeper, what I'm doing here. I'm here to, and that starts to be as a life philosophy. I'm here, and some of them use it even to, to their own life. I'm here to clean sometimes the mess that others do. I'm here to solve problems that and mistakes that others do. And the question about the goalkeeper and about all of this pressure that a mistake normally uh, cost you, uh, will cost you a goal, uh, it is uh, because you play in, in a space that behind you, you just have the goal. You don't have more space. And the striker have more uh, 10 guys to, to help with this, with this mistake. A midfielder has normally more four or five guys uh, to help his mistake. So the goalkeeper normally, in normal situation, don't have nobody in, in his back to can to can help him uh, in his in his mistakes. Normally, we say a sentence that is interesting and to think in terms of cultural uh, way of thinking and how we blame the goalkeepers after a mistake. And it's it's culture and it's difficult. It is a a fight or a war that um, I don't think if uh, if we want or we we still believe that we can we can change. It's culture how people think like that shouldn't but think like that that it is so football it's a collective sport until the goalkeeper make a mistake when and the goalkeeper <laughs> and, and then when the goalkeeper made a mistake um, football start to be an individual sport mm-hmm. and the sport that you point you point that guy and that's why and it's really related also about personality because you grow up with these feelings that uh, you made a mistake and when you are a child in your in your school everybody will point you because of you we lost the game because of your response and you grow up uh, with that you start to have your you you form your personality you grow up your you grow uh, your, you make your personality grow with this state of feeling that I cannot fail and you will fail and you need to learn and you need to accept that sometimes you will fail and how you deal with these mistakes to can, to can still play that game, to can still play three days after and five days after uh, with that mistake. And this is amazing as um, a formation of your, of, your pers- of your personality because you, you, you are different. As a goalkeeper, the truth is that you you are different. You are you aren't alone. You are a part of the team until certain limit. And mm-hmm. sometimes you are really alone. So nobody can help me now. It's my responsibility uh, solve the 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 mess that we have in the game and that nobody nobody more uh, can can solve. And that's why, for example. Vitor Valdez, um, the Spanish goalkeeper, uh, spoke in some interviews that he never enjoyed being a goalie. He was good. Uh, he, learned, he learned how to do it, but you can speak about enjoying that. Mm-hmm. Of course, I believe that he had amazing moments when he saved a ball that nobody can save. He enjoyed a lot playing uh, 
he was for me one of the first guys that started to play uh, as we see Ederson today. So yeah. he was one one of one of the the most important goalkeepers of the career of uh, of Pep Guardiola, and uh, I I believe that he enjoyed all, uh, a lot. But the responsibility is so high, the um, the criticism are so. So tough yeah. when you make a mistake that sometimes we cannot speak about enjoying. It's something that you learn. It's something that you have some moments of love for the game, but also the because of that responsibility and that cultural uh, things. Um, that's a, that's why, for example. I advise a lot the the young goalkeepers, especially to don't read too much what people uh, write about you, all the comments in social media. Mm. Um, uh, your worries needs to be about what your teammates think about you, what your coaches analyze with you, and uh, and uh, stay and do with you to can. To can help you to grow up and the evaluation that internally, internally we made about your game and uh, and go go uh, go go with that because if you start to read uh, uh, all the the things that people uh, speak about you you cannot play with with freedom with yeah. this 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 passion um, that 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 you have when you start to play. Uh, uh, in the goal, when you start to play, it's it's a passion. You are there to to save every ball, and uh, nothing is comparing to a save uh, that uh, that that make you win a game in yeah. the last minute. You are there, and you you save all the team, and um, we work all the life, and we play all the life as a goalkeeper to can have a save like Dibu Martinez had in the last World Cup. So yeah. this, and we we had a thousand hours of frustration to can have that moment. And that moment have, I cannot say that, but, uh, but I feel that can have the same importance in that game that when you are playing in your street, on when you are playing as an amateur, the feeling it is the, same. the same. I same. save, I save my team with my with all the parts of your body. You are the guy that put all your body uh, in front of the guy in front of the ball to can protect your goal. So this is the real philosophy uh, about about the goalkeeper. After we start to have the more complexity and all the issues that we already spoke here about protecting spaces, about use your foot and be be one guy more playing there, be the free man. But the essence of, of goalkeeping still is protect the line when nobody more can can help can help your team. The last yeah, the last the last line of defense. And and it's nice as well because I think when when the mistakes happen, the criticism can be so tough. But then when the when the good moments happen the celebrations are, are so amazing because when a goalkeeper comes out and makes like a really, really big save, it's great to see the defenders go over, the midfielders, the attackers, everyone is so happy. And you can see that the goalkeeper is never is never switched off after they make a good save. You always see the defenders, yeah, high five. And the goalkeeper's always like, come on, let's go next, next one, next because the ball's maybe gone for a corner. Or maybe it's out for a throw in, and and it's it's that sort of thing of you can make ten good saves, but but the eleventh shot it might go in. You've got to keep going and going, and only when the the final whistle goes, then. But even as you said, even when the final whistle goes, you have a very small window to celebrate. You might save a penalty. Let's celebrate at at, at ninety minutes, but. In three days' time, Copa Libertadores against Corinthians, or you know, it, it's 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 always always going. And you you made a good example about um, Emmy Martinez in the World Cup. In a in a, a competition like that, where the games are so frequent, uh, you know, they're in the round of sixteen. They go through, but a couple of days later, it's the quarterfinal. Then it's the semifinal. Then it's the final, and. And he even after the final they celebrate and he probably thinks 
well, in two weeks, Aston Villa will play. Now I need to think about that. And it's it's this constant and and even and even uh, and bring you again about uh, about the cultural cultural issue. Of course, Emiliano Martinez uh, did some things that um, that we can consider. Okay, it was too much, but uh, he gave a so amazing example for the world in terms of strategy, in terms of psychological influence mm -hmm. on the other guys that normally you are used to see in a striker. And in a striker, you feel, oh, this guy is so amazing, how he provo provoke the goalkeepers, he dancing in front of the goalkeepers after the goal. And for the people, this is normal. When it is a goalkeeper that do this, this guy is a guy without education. It's a, it's a crazy guy. It was, it was too much. This often, uh, often the game. And this brings, brings you again in terms of the, the profile that you imagine as a, as a, as a goalkeeper. And you have in some of them different goal, different profiles. We have guys that are there as a, as a rock all the game and you have guys that have these these little window that you can celebrate and okay like you say very well let's let's come come back to the um, let's come back to the concentration and about um, about the difficult when you are speaking i was thinking in one interesting thing that the um, to can change a little bit this this cultural way of seeing the goalkeeper that cannot make a mistake and that is a, a so bad goalkeeper because he failed a ball in the last minute after ten amazing saves. I invite uh, it's we can have two good things to 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 feel or to. To feel maybe or to feel yourself as a goalkeeper. So when you have uh, kids and you have a, a goalkeeper son and you have, and your son decides to be a goalkeeper, even Ronaldo don't want that the, the son be a goalkeeper. We had that proof in a conversation. Goalkeeper, no, forget that. Don't goalkeeper, no, never goalkeeper, no. It was in the in yeah, the series, yeah, the, in the, the movie yeah. of uh, yes yeah. with with uh, with Cristiano. Uh, when we have a, a son uh, as a goalkeeper, we start to understand some things and uh, relate to this. Or I invited people to to um, to play one day of their lives in the goal. Try to protect these big things with uh, with triple with mm -hmm. posts and with balls uh, shoot shooting. With so much power, that changed direction uh, all the time until arrive uh, arrive to you. That you think that you you will use one technique, but at the last second you need to change that technique and adapt your technique to to the kind of ball that bouncing uh, in front of you with uh, with a, a wet pitch. So try one day, try one mm -hmm. day, and you can you you can well, yeah. see <laughs> yeah, yeah. that it is not it is not so simple as we no. as we see um, from the TV. So mm -hmm. easy, but it's 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 a passion and it's uh, it's something really different. And when we start to play there, some of us cannot cannot stop more because because we have different feelings uh, there. Yeah. To get the perspective of someone who has has walked in those in those in those boots um, if, as a footballer, because when they have a goalkeeper in the studio and they analyze the game, you you really do realize how different the analysis is. They look at it in a almost a completely different way. And as you say, for those who haven't really experienced it, like like myself. Um, or you know the millions of people around the world they they'll watch something happen and you will see almost a different video even though it's the same action you will see the striker taking the shot and i could look and think well it's from 30 yards out the goalkeeper's had lots of time to prepare for it and yet he still gets nowhere near it where the goalkeeper might look at it and think well 
it might have came through. What was the keeper's vision like? Have we got a camera behind the goal to see what the goalkeeper can see? If you look at it from the camera up here in the stadium, it looks like it's a straight line. But for a goalkeeper, if you, I think, from what they see, is their bodies in the way? What's the swerve like on the ball? You might say it's 30 yards out. You have a couple of seconds to react. But some of these players can hit a ball at a hundred kilometers an hour. Like it's not a lot. It's you know, it's it's not a lot of time at all. The perspective of a goalkeeper is is very important. But I have a friend, and he's a goalkeeper, and he's played in goal since he was a like a, a very small child. He's got got the passion for goalkeeping. I know goalkeepers sometimes they they can speak to each other in a different way because of their experiences. And I said, is there anything you would like me to ask? Ricardo, when I speak to him in terms of how he feels about goalkeeping, and the one question he said was, is there any goalkeeper you have worked with who has made you look at goalkeeping differently? So looking at goalkeeping coaching, because usually we see that coaches have a, an impact on the goalkeeper and they influence the goalkeeper. But in this case, have you ever worked with a goalkeeper who has had different ideas or maybe that the way that they play that has made you think, oh, wow, like, I, you know, I didn't I didn't really think about it that way or any anything like that? Well, um, yes. And I give you two completely different examples that um, goalkeeping is about uh, details. And you spoke about a lot of details during during this um, before you do this question, um, because people um, should and as a supporter, you just need to look if the ball goes inside or the goalkeeper saves save the ball. Me as a goalkeeper, as a goalkeeper coach, I need to 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 look and to find the details that make difference to save or not save the ball. The your legs, uh, your if you have the legs more open or more close, your exactly positioning to save that ball more deep, more forward, uh, more to the right, more more to the left. The jump that you that you gave before before the shot that have influence, um, the relation that you had with. How close was your last defender before the sh the shot, and that make you make you influence about that. And also, we need after the details, we need to be smart. Sometimes we want to change goalkeepers for a kind of things they cannot be because of their own characteristics, physical characteristics, mental characteristics, speed qualities, and and stuff like that. So to can answer that question, I will give you the example of um, Memo Ochoa, Guillermo yeah. Ochoa, the Mexican goalkeeper that I had the lucky uh, of training him in Standard de Liège. Um, and um, Ochoa has his own, um, his, his own characteristics. And one of his best characteristics was the speed reaction. So if I change too much or show to things that um, that make him uh, don't feel comfortable in his best uh, quality. I'm not a good goalkeeper, goalkeeper coach. So in terms of space, I I ask to the to to Oshua things different that that I ask to other to other goalkeepers. Some of the goalkeepers need to go more forward. To, to shorten the space that the guy have and to can try to the, the, the save the ball. Uh, Oshoa feel much better, more back on the line. And you have, you have two good examples in England also about, about this kind of the goalkeepers. One of, one of them, it is Ederson, that prefer to stay uh, back on the line when he needs to save, to save the net. And Lodish also. It's a really good example of a guy that knows that he's so fast on the line that he prefers to be more back because he knows also the kind of players that he played, he played against. And the other example, it is Moisés Ramirez right now. Moisés um, show me a lot of things and related to the question that make me think that a goalkeeper, this is the, the, my 
perfect goalkeeper for my philosophy of, of goalkeeping. I can adapt to a Oshoa. I go to other club and I have different goalkeeper and I will ask different things. But Moisés and, uh, and me, we have exactly the same idea of goalkeeper that everything that I can catch on the space, so crosses, 1v1, um, balls in the back of the defensive line, I don't need to, to, to save on, on, on the line. So his positioning is, is always so high in the limit of the risk. And someday we'll, guy will put the ball directly on the net and you will clap, clap them because he saved us so much every game in balls that nobody will say, oh, it's amazing save. But for me, all the crosses and sometimes on the pitch, not area, uh, not high, I cross all the crosses that he saved us between the line and his positioning. For me, it's a big save. All the ball that he saved us uh, out of the box with his head or with a tackle, for me, it's amazing save. Why? Because if he do this, the ball will not arrive to the mm -hmm. limit situation that, that you have a shot. Yeah. So Moisés uh, gave me to the extreme of my philosophy um, of goalkeeping in that and also with uh, about what we do in Independiente, using the goalkeepers, the goalkeeper also as an extra player. Uh, so... I'm really happy with these kind of, of goalkeepers, but like I told you, I can adapt and I need to be smart to adapt of a different profile, make some influence in him, try to see how open he is to change some things that I believe. Um, but uh, these, I think these are two good examples of different profiles um that make me adapt my my goalkeeping way to to can have success with that goalkeepers but yeah. i'm really happy with the, the profile of the goalkeeper that i have that i have right now and and also um start to to how we begin this conversation that it is very important that um, when you define a goalkeeper when you choose a goalkeeper choose the guy with the profile to the kind, if you can, the mm -hmm. guy with the profile that uh, that you want and that you need for your style of uh, of, of play. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense to to pick something that pick someone that fits rather than someone that doesn't fit, and maybe trying to hammer them and make them fit in. If you've got someone yes. that can fit in, then then you know, and then obviously you can tweak on those 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 little things, but. Honestly, it's been a, a fantastic conversation. I think really, really interesting. Thank you for giving us the time. Thank and you. Good, Thank good you very much. And um, Thank you, Alan. Yeah, for the rest of the season. That's, uh, I'll be keeping an eye out, and I'm sure our listeners will be keeping an eye out as well. Okay. Thank you very much. Yeah. It was really interesting also and really, really nice for me.